Is Jimmy there? Yes. Throw stuff at him. He's really far away. I can't throw that far. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm 54%. And I'm 53%. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the... Uh, I can't remember what we said. <laughs> Bipolar Builder. Sorry, I was trying to think of something that was clever to do with charging and couldn't. I I put myself off. Anyway, uh, what's everyone been up to, Brett? Because I was taking a drink. I have been working back and forth with the Forge to try and get it ready for the next event here in a few weeks, a couple of weeks at this point. Um, Jimmy and I, with the help of a couple of friends, including Jess, have been packing up the giant slab table slash boomerang table slash everything, whatever. It's been, we spent most of yesterday just packing and getting all of that ready because it's finally going to go out the door. It's been here for a year. I'm very, very happy. Just like half your shop you're going to get back. <laughs> yeah, it's like the empty space right now. It's hysterical. I just want to put my anvil right out in the middle of it and claim claim it in the land. <laughs> this, when we will call it this land. Um, <laughs> and then I've been working on a little bit of a secret build that I'm hoping to finish today. Is that the secret build that I know about? It's a secret build that two people know about. <laughs> <laughs> One of which is Steve. Secret Steve. Yay! Secret safe with Steve. Um, but it's it's been that's been a really fun project, and I'm yeah. the closer to the finish I'm getting, the more I'm like, well, I wish I could do this faster, but I've also never done this before, or this before, <laughs> or this before. So I'm trying to make something look nice, which I typically don't put that much. I, you know, I like I like stuff I make to look good, aesthetically pleasing to myself, but this one is. Um, posing challenges. So, yes, secret build uh, to be to be announced probably next podcast. I'll talk about it more. Ooh. What about Sweet. everyone else? Al, what have you been up to? I have been up to Eastern Europe and back. Yay! <laughs> it was my friend Crouch's uh, stag do. I'm the best man. A bachelor party. Sorry, Brett. Stag do. Um, <laughs> stag do. What's a stag do? Um, yes, so we went to... <laughs> He goes, gets mounted on your wall. Um, yeah, so we went, we went to Lithuania, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, old Eastern Bloc, but loads of history. Beautiful part of the world. A little bit cold, but lots of potato dumplings and pork and beer. Mm. The beer mm. was flowing like wine. <laughs> fantastic. Amazing. Awesome. Steve. Sounds good. You, you've been taking pictures of things. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, slow-mo. Slow-mo fire. Slow-mo yes. fire. Gratuitous blacksmithing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I've actually managed to be in the forge a little bit this... today, uh, which is really good, um, and spent a little bit of time in the last week. Uh, I can't remember what I did last week. Also, my hacksaw turned up, which was really exciting. Yeah. Hooray, but we broke two parts. Yeah, it was <laughs> a little bit upsetting. <laughs> Man. But... Uh, the thing is, is I, I genuinely don't know what the hell they did when they were handling it in the post office. Because... I don't know, because we screwed it straight. To yeah. the, it should not have moved an inch. Yeah. But uh, these things happen. And um, I wrote this side up. Like, how do you... And I gave them handles. Everything about it was made to be idiot-proof. Yeah. And the clearly... Best of it is, yeah. I'm definitely keeping that box as a storage bin in the workshop now. 
Did you find the little sneaky from uh, marker name on the side? Marker name. <laughs> no. I'm There's a have very small little like sneaky name on the side. Okay. I will I will investigate in a minute. <laughs> Hooray. Uh, but yes, so um, for those that haven't looked at my Instagram, um, I got this little tiny hacksaw, powered hacksaw thing that's amazing and awesome and I love it. And uh, and when it was in the post, the pulley um, broke. Uh, I put a thing up on Facebook, on, no, not on Facebook, on Instagram. Had a uh, load of responses, including for uh, Chris from uh, Mount, Phil- Mount Philip Metalwork, who is the guy that I bought it from. Uh, and hopefully he's going to be able to find and send me out a replacement pulley like that. Uh, so yeah, that's good. And today I've been working on my uh, Dirty Smith Zombie Apocalypse Weapon Challenge thing because Red... You and Red. Yeah, Red Red was working on it as well, so I thought, well, I might as well work on mine because, yeah, because everyone wants to be like Red. Um, <laughs> so, uh, 40,000 people want to be like Red. Uh, I thought right. you were replacing me with Red. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> Red <laughs> McAfee. <laughs> Red McAfee. <laughs> oh, there's a thumbnail. Um, cool. Uh, should we go into what we were talking about? I was going to try and segue it, but I got confused. Come on, you've got, you've got one in you, Steve. You've got, you've got on, to segue Steve. you. You Steve, can do what it. You do. Steve. 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 Jake, 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 Jake. Uh, well, see, I was trying to be serious then, and you guys were being silly. Ooh. So we can talk about when when to be serious and when to be silly. Cause, Always. Uh, oh, oh, I was so I good. know. Um, but yeah because obviously we all uh, are fairly silly in some of some of our videos um, and a little bit more serious than others there was the one the ones that come to mind with uh, Brett is obviously the uh, the vast majority of your videos where you're silly Um, (laughs) and uh, but do I have a serious one well, I was going to say the the one that I'm thinking of specifically for the silliness is the the hero bow, and the one I'm thinking of for being serious is the um, the one where you actually talked about uh, taking a design, putting it into Illustrator, and it was more like a step by step walkthrough. Oh, you love that more. video, Steve. Well, it it was a very good instructional sort of video, which I is a little bit departed from what you normally do. Whereas yes. most well, of what I you do is this is what I've done. Let me show you what I've done. This was that was more. This is how you can do it, right? Um, and uh, and Al, all of your videos are uh, like completely, totally, and utterly serious. Thanks. Yeah. Right. So next topic. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think the I think uh, the story about Bourdain was a very mm. serious and meaningful uh, situation for you during that video. But it you know it began and ended quite silly as usual but yeah i love that video it was it was like a perfect mix of silly and serious yeah yeah definitely and i think that's something that um because we i've had a few people comment on the fact that the podcast does it as well the fact that we'll go from talking about something quite serious to then making fart jokes um i've and... never made one of those a fart <laughs> you should try it it's it's, it's a revelation <laughs> oh my, so, my god perfect so much fun well played. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, fuck, Al, I was going to ask you. Yes. Um, Al, so like with your um, uh, Tira video, 
was there at any point where you kind of thought maybe I should do a little safety thing along the lines of don't do this unless you actually do some research in it or was it just eh, I'm going to put it out and if someone's stupid enough to try it themselves and hurt themselves then it's their own fault yeah I was thinking that at the start of uh, watching Avengers that there wasn't a fucking yeah. public service announcement saying make sure that you don't take on Thanos uh, just, just because the people in this uh, movie are trained professional superheroes um, yeah I think we'll pass the point of having to put disclaimers at the start of YouTube videos if you're stupid enough to think that you can make a pneumatic t-shirt cannon without doing any basic research then I hope it blows up in your face I and that's exactly why I love you. That was the perfect answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do, do you I don't hope it blows up in your face. I didn't mean that. Don't do it. Al's too he nice does. of a boy for that. Sticker swap Al hashtag. Yep. <laughs> um, but because you, obviously your videos are a lot of fun, and that's like your personality is coming through there, but. Do you ever feel like there's like you you needed to do a little bit more serious or anything like that, or do you think you've got the balance quite well sorted out? I think the 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 point is like I'm always out of my depth. Like it's it's part of why I enjoy doing it. And yeah. um, if I was to do something serious, it'd have to be something that I kind of was confident enough that I knew what, what I was talking about. Um, you know, I think like maybe the 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 dominoes one um, was yeah. the most serious where I've actually intentionally had a message because it was something that I was kind of passionate about and and have had, had experience in yeah so I could kind of it's hard it's hard being serious because you, you, there has to be a certain level of authority behind what you're talking about if you try and be like serious and sincere but actually you're just blowing smoke out of your ass people will be able to call you up on it and it, it there's no there's no point being serious if, if the, the message is not sincere yeah um so it, in that respect, it's easier to take the piss. It's yep. easier to be foolish um, because there's not necessarily that much gravitas behind things. But yeah. I do, I do like to, to to throw in our message every now and again. I think you know th- th- this this topic comes up when we talk about people who have influence and people who um, have a reach. You know, have a million subscribers, have so many people watching their videos. Blah 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 blah. Um, you know, it's a great opportunity to have a message and to reach out to people and to do something positive, you know, it doesn't have to be preachy. It doesn't have to be um, putting anyone down or shaming anyone, but if you could actually spread a bit of positivity at the same time as spreading a few laughs, um, and I think you're off to the right balance, but there's no way I could do it every single one of my videos. No, you know, it would, it would become boring. It would be the the whole point. I think people come and watch my shit is because uh, you're a daft bastard. I'm dark. (laughs) Um, and the silly jokes in between and, you know, little hidden things that, that, that are there for amusement. Yeah. Cause I mean, I think that's like one of the things that I've noticed within the community is there's people seem to think that just because someone has got a hundred thousand, 200,000, a million followers that then they have some kind of responsibility <laughs> to, to act serious and to, to put out those public words. Brett, what are you doing? What? All I can hear is stuff rattling around from your desk. Oh, really? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Probably off the stuff you broke, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, um, it, it's it's this weird kind of um, feeling that that just because you have a an audience and you've got people that that are watching you, you have some kind of responsibility to to act serious. To you know, to um, the one that we always 
see in videos is like not having dust collection or <laughs> not doing this or, or whatever. Like I, I know uh, I know a few people that get annoyed at Laura because she doesn't have um, proper dust collection on a lot of her tools and things like this, and it's like gravity is the only proper dust collection you need. <laughs> But that's the thing is, it's like, well, you just Tim Sway it and... Wait, is that the movie with Sandra Bullock? You just need to watch the Sandra Bullock and George Clooney movie? Yep. Then it will destroy yeah. any hope you ever had in cinema. And then Perfect. you don't have to worry about dying of dust insulation. Yeah. Great. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. It, it's it's one of those, like, at what point does it become necessary to, to do something? Like, like, I think it just kind of annoys me that people kind of say that oh, well, you must do this because other people are going to be watching it. It's like, well, I, I don't have any responsibility to that. Like, I'm just an idiot putting out videos. Like, I don't it, it, I don't care what, well, I do care what other people are doing, but I'm not instructing other people on how to be safe in the shop. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I, I see there's like, um, there's definitely not a responsibility, but there is a balance. I think if you're just 100% of one thing, um it kind of ruins the the the, the whole purpose of it like it, it, it you know it's like breaking kayfabe you're not allowed to kind of you're not allowed to look into the camera um, and yeah. which you know as we watch the <laughs> the dirty smith video <laughs> i clearly don't follow those rules yeah. um I, I, I like i i like the kind of the 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 what's behind the curtain that little insight you know we're not professional tv producers we're not um you know working for a production company or a, a studio the whole point of what we're doing is that we are real. And I think that's, that, that is the appeal. So it, yeah. it, there has to be this like little cock up or this little hint that you're still a real person. Otherwise, yeah. if it's just public service announcements or just comedy, um, th- I don't think there's going to be that connection. There's not going to be that understanding that, Oh, it's just the, the dude that yeah. I know, or it's just the, the guy messing around with his friends. Um, so I think, yeah, I think the, just, it, that just, that balance isn't necessarily quantifiable, but I think it has to be there for it, for it to be enjoyable yeah. and believable. Yeah. Right. I mean, because it's like with the 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 point that you touched on earlier on, which made a lot of sense to me, is if it's something that I that I'm playing around with that I don't know what I'm doing with, I'm not going to be serious about it. Like the um, the the voice restoration, where it was like, well, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to be a dick about it because I know I'm not doing it properly. And the same with the um, the Damascus cake knife thing. Like it, the whole point of that was it was a joke and it was to take the piss. Um, Pat and welded so, cake. <laughs> so, so there was no way that I was going to um, like be serious and be conscious about ha- like whether or not I was doing things in the correct way or anything like that. Um, it was just a case of just dicking around and playing around. But uh, well, I you know it's sorry to cut you off, Steve. Um, the old. Uh, what was it in Spider-Man? We all saw Spider-Man, first one, and the second one, and number 15, all of in between. Um, the the line, with great power comes great responsibility. Um, it's, we, we've had the talk in after shows, or, or just like in between chatting about certain YouTubers that we watch, or influencers, if you want to use that buzz term. Um, but, you know, you to be big or popular or whatever doesn't necessarily mean that you're adhering to all of the proper OSHA approved OSHA is an American thing. I think, um, OSHA is this okay? OSHA is this okay? Right. We, like OSHA seen... salt. <laughs> OSHA salt. 
Um, you end up dealing with, or at least um, when I view these people, it's they have a um, comfortability, you know, with their tools and in their workspace that, yeah, they're going to do, you know, we always bring it up as an example. Steve, you grind knives like an idiot. <laughs> but you're really confident, and I've seen you do it in person, and you have, I have no question that you're able to use a flap disc to grind a knife. It's dangerous as hell and terrifying, but you're not going around telling people to do that in every video. Yes. Like, here's how to properly grind a knife. Buy a $20 angle grinder and do it like this. Yeah. Now, if you ever got it, when you do, I won't say if, when you get <laughs> very big and popular and people really start following you, my question to you would be, what do you change about that situation? If you gain, quote unquote, power, what is what do you take on as a responsibility to show people? uh the right way or the safer way or is it just because you can't afford a big belt grinder and then once you can you'll show them how to do it properly i mean because i'm kind of i am i genuinely am divided on this one because part of me wants to say oh no i'm I'm never going to show anyone how to do that because it's really bad but at the same time i kind of want to show people that you don't need to spend five grand on a belt grinder to be able to to sharpen stuff um and and if you are going to do it with a belt grinder, do it as safely as you can. And, you know, the, the jig that I've built up is it's got, what, four five points of um, control over it. So, it, you know, that thing is not going anywhere. Um, it's it's safe. It's secure. It's it's there. Um, but I'm in a couple of videos, you might see me using it, but I don't spend too much time on it. I don't advertise it. And yes, if I was if I was at the stage where I was, I had a fuck ton of subscribers and I was actually making money from it, then I'd hope that I'd also be able to afford to buy the better tools to do it properly. Um, but it's, it's one of those, like if, if someone dropped me a message and asked me that like, how, yeah, is there a way I can sharpen it cheaply? Then I can spend the time to kind of say, you can do it like this, but it's really not safe. I don't recommend doing it. But if you don't have any money, then it works. Watch patience. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we sent people to the moon in, you know, solid rocket fuel yeah. tanks exactly. and just strapped on the back of a, you know, a strapped on the back of a strapping young lad. And we, sh- <laughs> we shot him in a rock that orbits our planet. And yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there wasn't somebody ahead of the game on that going like, you know, I think there's a better way to do this. <laughs> but I mean, that, that's the thing is like, cause I think I, we had this conversation with um, uh, Tyler at the blacksmithing class. Like I, I showed him a picture of how I do it and kind of explained the setup. Don't of the do it, Tyler. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it properly and do it safely, but it's probably, there are better ways to do it sort of thing. And um, I think that's the thing is like, if, if, it it's kind of saying to people like if you're gonna be a dick then don't be a complete dick um i think i can jump in here um (laughs) (laughs) but back to your point brett um about responsibility i would then question what that responsibility is like why is responsibility always about uh health and safety for instance you know you could argue you know it's it's kind of like antibiotics like the more we take the 
the the the the more prone we are to infection because our body fights back against the antibiotics and all of a sudden you know the the viruses and the diseases that are trying to get into us you know the, the antibiotics don't work anymore so if everything we do is a fucking public service announcement nobody's going to be responsible anymore nobody's going to be able yeah. to look after themselves anymore no one's going to have any common sense so if if responsibility is just constantly preaching you know the rules and how to do things properly um no one's going to learn anything so yeah. I would argue that responsibility is just as important to be stupid. So, you know, I see, joking aside, I genuinely see my responsibility is to tell jokes, you know, or to put a, a humorous spin on things or to see the light side of things. Like, sometimes it gets me into trouble because I've I've kind of got a, a bit of an issue with sort of sensitivity, but I would always be the one making jokes no matter what the situation. Yeah. A funeral, you know what I mean? It seemed like the most inappropriate thing, but I would think that life still needs humor. Life still needs silliness and foolishness. Yeah. Um, so, you know, responsibility is not always just to, to, to be the, the, the safety police. Responsibility yeah. could be the guy to take the bullet, the guy to drink the shot. So you don't have to, you know, the, like yeah. th- there's, there's responsibility on both sides of the fence. Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of the kind of where I was going with my point is the fact that like. I, it, yeah, it but showed, Al did it better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's it's just showing the fact that there are cheap, easy other ways of doing it. But. As soon as I'm able to afford a belt grinder, I'm, I'm going to get a belt grinder because, yes, I can do it with an angle grinder, but it's it's dangerous, it's dodgy, and and I mean the, the argument that I made to 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 Brett was the fact that it's it doesn't matter what, whether it's a belt grinder or a um, angle grinder, it's still a very fast moving bit of sandpaper. Yeah, like that's and, and you're you're holding onto that knife harder on the angle grinder because you know that it's dangerous. Yeah. Pull yourself into a false sense of security on the belt grinder. You're still going to get a knife in your face. Yeah, yeah. I shot mine halfway across the shop and lost it. Like one of the little <laughs> harpoons that I made. I was on the belt grinder. It caught the edge of it, and in that split second, it went bing. Yeah, and I lost it. And then three months later, Chris found feet? it. <laughs> Say what? You tried Dimension Thirteen B. <laughs> <laughs> it probably shot straight down there. Um, no, they were they were walking around the shop one day, and Chris saw it, it was thirty feet away, stuck in the side of a plastic bag. <laughs> nice. So how I even dodged that, you know, if that would have turned around and kicked back in my face, it's because I wasn't holding onto it, and I got a little overconfident on the on the yeah. machine. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, fast <laughs> moving bits of sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome think- to knife grinding <laughs> with Steve. I think one of the things that I quite yeah, like about <laughs> yeah, uh, one of the things I quite like about the the videos that um, that we do is the fact that you've got like a like quite a, a serious um, little bit where we you know you, you do a a, a, um, a couple shots or a process where you're actually taking it seriously and you're doing it properly, and then there's a, a stupid joke straight afterwards like a little especially when they're little in jokes and things like that that nobody else gets and i i fucking love that and i i love seeing that in the videos well those are the those are the visual mnemonics right when you're trying to teach somebody all the countries in a continent it's better if you can make them into a goofy song or i i when i was coming up and i watched the animaniacs it's like i felt like i could almost sing the countries of the world song because of the Yakko thing, you know, just because he has a silly voice and the song is put together well. But it, I've always been one to learn better when, like Al says, 
you have those bits of silliness because if it's just serious all the time and like life yeah. needs a little bit of that silliness because it it creates those moments those those memorable moments and so to me it's a visual mnemonic or an emotional mnemonic right you attach yourself to the thing that you saw because there was a joke preceding it and you're like oh next time i think about grinding or doing this or doing some woodwork or you know making a pneumatic t-shirt cannon i'm going to remember that al dressed like jane and was jane and this firefly thing and then it just creates this cyclical memory behind i'm just focusing on the pneumatic yeah. part you know and the wiring but they'll never think of another video to watch or or they'll know that they can kind of trust in what they saw or do a little bit more research because they saw the guy be silly afterwards and it was safe and it wasn't silly with the approach of like, I have no clue what I'm doing and watch this and I hope yeah. it doesn't explode. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like, it's not silly like jackass. Like, you know, I'm in a yeah. portal cabin, uh, portal loo covered in fucking chemicals and shit, you know, where I can actually genuinely get hurt and it's not, yeah. it's not funny. It's not clever. You know, you just, you just being a, a clown and um, yeah. that, that foil of, of, of silliness to kind of not seriousness, but just like reality. Yeah, um, there's, I think you know you know Matt Berry, the the comedian. Yes, 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 you know, yeah, absolutely fantastic comedian. Um, really um, wide Al, range. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. <laughs> yes, I can hear you, Brett Fandango. Um, sorry, like he, <laughs> he. Um, one part of his of his whole kind of persona actually has put me off a little bit, and that's that he doesn't um he doesn't ever break character, and he doesn't laugh at himself. Mm-hmm. He doesn't laugh at his own jokes. Like what he's doing is serious. He's like a serious actor that plays funny roles. Yeah, and that kind of put like I I love watching like behind the scenes or like bloopers where people are just genuinely pissing themselves like on set yeah. or they just try to make each other laugh or like um he <laughs> wants the scene in the uh, Eastbound and Down with uh, Will Ferrell oh. who's the car dealer <laughs> yeah. like deep in my plums and he just he just they just can't stop laughing and they can't film the scene and you can, yeah. I could just watch that for it because they know that they're comedians. They yeah. know that their their role and purpose in life is to fucking joke around. So yeah. to take themselves too seriously, I just can't, I can't stomach it. Yeah. Um, so I think there's you know again there's a balance both ways. You can't just be one thing all the time. You have to have this this this, this dichotomy. Yeah, and I think that segues beautifully into the point that I was going to make, which is um, for I was going to do it better. <laughs> Shut up, Brett. Um, <laughs> the uh, He's completely fucking threw me off now. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of the stuff that we do is to just watch is fucking boring. Like, I don't care who you are, watching someone just turn a bowl or watching someone just machine a part or watching someone just forge a knife or doing whatever. Generally, it's it's pretty fucking boring unless you're clever with the editing or you're clever with the storytelling or whatever. And the best example I can think of is um, is the fact of uh, little uh, fuck's sakes. <laughs> Sorry, it, it's it's because I was reading the the message in the chat. And I'm, you're not supposed to pay attention to it. Just get to it when it's quiet. I'll, I'll, I'll cut this bit out. It's no, don't. No, it's gold. I, it's gold. I, I, I was gonna say. I it's say Steve, that. Steve fuck's saked himself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm too looking lazy. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so the the best example I can think of for that is this old Tony. Like, I I love the idea of of machining. I'd love to be able to do it. I I, I really want to um, get more involved in it and and try shit. But it's if you just 
search um, machining videos, generally they're kind of boring. There, it's one guy doing a um, like a single angle video where he talks in a very monotone voice and mm-hmm. very slow, and and then starts talking about all the complicated math that you just yeah, sorry, maths that's just not gonna make sense unless you already understand all that and you already know all that whereas someone like tony like even if you know nothing about machining and even if you're not interested in it you can still watch it and enjoy it because he's silly like um his uh his ring roller video um (laughs) where he was i've watched that like four times i know (laughs) well I, i was watching it this morning and it's like the fourth fifth time i've seen it but it was the fact that he put the uh the ball bearings in the cup put that on the spinning plate and did that and then like pretended like it was popping like popcorn to get the nuts out and like just <laughs> little things like that it's just fucking brilliant and that's why i enjoy watching those videos and that's why in my videos i'll i will try and put in little silly things whether it's me drinking a cup of tea through my mask or the little fucking notes that I put around, like covering over the uh, the Triton label to say Waffles design and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> I and it makes making the video more fun for me as well. I think if I was just filming me doing whatever I do, I I'd be bored doing it. Like I like ha- in, injecting those little bits of fun. Um, I say that with the stuff that's coming up next year for the Forge. Where, where I'm going to be doing more instructional videos um, on our channel for them or for us, they are going to be a bit more serious and they are going to be a, hopefully not boring. They're going to be instructional and informative, but they're not going to be daft and having a joke. They're going to be a bit more artsy and a bit more um, educational. Um, so I think in that sense, they kind of, they don't necessarily need to be serious, but I think it would detract a lot um, from the actual, uh, from the video itself. If I was making poop and fart jokes all the time, (laughs) because like like you said earlier on, it's it's a bit more of a serious subject matter and, and we're trying to show people how to do these things. And it's something that we, we can speak with some authority on. So I think then it's, it's better to be a bit more serious. Yeah. But Ah, Brett's, uh, Brett, on Brett, Brett's on mute. Brett's on mute. Brett's on mute. Brett's on mute. We we muted you because you were being really noisy. Why was it? I. <clears throat> All right. Silence. Go. I'm not going to cut it out. I'm too lazy. <laughs> Jesus. All right. <laughs> so I I like that when you're when you're coming across from an educational uh, platform that. You know, it's like what you did over uh, when you came over for the Forge session blacksmithing stuff just a couple of weeks ago. Because we all know you and interact with you on either the podcast or through social medias and things like that. And getting you in the Forge, you still always have a way of kind of breaking any kind of tension or any kind of intimidation factor, right? So in a very similar sense of what we're talking about. If you're starting to do videos from the angle of the forge itself, um, the idea that those can be a little bit more informational or a little bit more straightforward shouldn't put anybody off from watching them as long as there's still personality to them. The biggest, yeah. <clears throat> the biggest thing for me is when you just, like you guys were saying, you, you watch some of those videos 
and you get the droney, you know, talk through. That's why teaching, and we've talked about it just last episode or, or the one prior, where, um, anyway, sorry, I'm getting <laughs> back in. I'm, God damn it. Sorry, guys. I'm getting back in. Um, you, you bacon. Bacon. <laughs> bacon. The, bacon. Mm. No, no, no. Look, look, look. I'm going to finish my line of reasoning. So okay. <laughs> you you take this standpoint of being an educator in a video, but as long as you can still have some personality in there and have a little bit of fun, be it with the production value, like the, the shots you choose to use, you don't even have to be talking the whole time. But when we're discussing silliness versus seriousness, it's not that you, you constantly have to be a total goofball to offset how serious your educational Mm -hmm. situation is. I think silliness is, is more of like a, a broad term or an umbrella term to catch the like the out of the ordinary or the unexpected, unexpected right? Yeah. If you're a if you're a shitty teacher in school, you drone on, you read straight out of the book. No one wants to be in your class. No one remembers anything that they were supposed to quote unquote learn in your class. If you go in to a classroom and your teacher's first thing is to just like uh, throw confetti all over the room. It could be the most boring class after that, but it, it got your attention. Yeah. And I'm not, that sounds a lot like it's a clickbait situation. You, know, like you walk into the class and they're like, this is going to be a fun class. And you're like, great. And then it ends up sucking. But it's like 15 there, minutes of adverts. There's a beautiful, there's a beautiful mix in there that I think we're all trying to find. That's just, how do you ride that line in between being yeah. respected for your opinion and your approach to things while also, being able to have a laugh at yourself. It's, yeah. it's a hard dynamic to nail, but man, when it's done right, it is, it is impossible to look elsewhere for, for information. Yeah. I mean, cause, cause one of the things that we have in, um, when we do the, the classes and that is the fact that Alex is obviously, um, he's, he's very, very knowledgeable, very, uh, he comes across as being very intimidating. Basically he's, he's a big dude. And he's very confident with with what he's talking about. Um, so when when you come into uh, the forge to to have a class, it it can be a bit um, not well, I guess scary um, coming into that situation. And the way that we break that tension is the fact that he'll just take the piss out of me constantly, <laughs> and um, but it works really well because it means that people. Um, Oh, hang on. Can you just mute Brett again? Because I can hear that coming <laughs> back. Hang on. Uh, yeah, that's right. I've done it. All right. Um, I <laughs> might actually cut that out. Maybe. maybe. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> um, it depends what I get around to editing it. If I edit it Wednesday morning, I'm not cutting it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like in in the classes, we'll um, we'll dick around, and and Alex will make jokes about my abilities and my personality and all sorts of things like that. And he genuinely really likes having me there because yes. he can do that. And and like Brett said, it, it helps break the tension. It helps put, put people at ease. And, and that's one of the things that you're great at as well is the fact that, you know, if even during that class where you're not a professional blacksmith and, you know, by the end of the second day, half the people that are there have had more forge time than you have you're still able to um, put them at ease and make them feel uh, make them feel like they're 
they they can carry on and they're doing stuff and you still gain their respect even though you haven't necessarily had that much um forge time but that's that's me is that is 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 like it's almost a combination of serious and silly yeah like it's it's serious in terms of the people there to learn you know it's a once in a lifetime opportunity there's a lot of great things going on and a lot of creativity and, and it's a really fantastic place to be yeah so you have to take it seriously yeah I couldn't be there running around making fart jokes and well, it's dangerous to admire. <laughs> um, but like you, you know, I, I couldn't be um, being the clown in that scenario, and not because of safety nuts, just because of the time frame. You know, it wasn't yeah. weren't there. People were there to have fun, and you know, in the evening there was there was a lot of relaxation and stuff. But during the class, you know, it's still a class. Yeah, whether we called it a class or not, that people had gone there to learn. Um, whether you can do that in a fun way, like Brett says. You know yeah. that that to me is serious. You don't have to be you don't have to be stern and miserable to what in order to be serious. Serious yeah. can just be facts. So yeah. you can tell you can tell an interesting story that's based in reality, but it can still be fun and it can still be exciting. It can still be yeah. hilarious. And, um, I think that, and that, that is serious to me. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that people kind of um, misunderstand is the fact that just because you're um, you're happy and enjoying what you're doing doesn't mean that you're being silly you can still be serious and happy and enjoying it um whereas i think a lot of people just assume that because they're uh or be- because someone's talking about something serious that that they're they're unable to have any fun yeah it's like when well, no, you you can you can you can put a bit of um comedy a bit of jovialness into it and and it still be a, a serious thing and, and still be worthwhile so we've talked we've talked about like how to inject comedy into sort of serious situations or serious scenarios or how like Brett says that unexpected little joke or little sort of this old Tony thing that you, you don't really expect um can turn a serious situation into something enjoyable. Is there any good examples you can think of the opposite where you know um there's something funny going on or it's something you shouldn't really be taking serious, but actually there's a message behind it? You know, I often find there's a lot of like my favorite comedy, things like the League of Gentlemen. Yeah, where suddenly there'll be one episode in the entire series where it's actually really dark and and really emotional, and the same with the fast show, yeah. where there's the yeah. one episode of the fast show where everything's the opposite, yeah. and all of a sudden you're like, oh wow, these are real people, or you yeah. know, all these people were laughing at for years, and suddenly that's the real sort of heartfelt connection. Yeah, that that fast show episode, I, I know I referenced it a while ago, but <laughs> the drunk guy that always sits in front of his fireplace on yeah. the Mother's Day episode or whatever, oh, and he just has this amazing deep dark moment of like sadness in the middle of it and it it makes you appreciate a completely fictional character yeah that like you should have yeah. no connection to you can't even understand his whole dynamic is that you can't understand what he says and then he's got a couple little like one-liners snuck in there at the end and then they have this super serious version of it and all it did was go wow that guy's been through some shit yeah, yeah. No, and then you, you <laughs> kind of laugh about the rest of the episode but yeah. that that one scene specifically just stuck with me so yeah. hard. So yeah, like I wonder, is it, what are the examples? I know you already asked this Al, but I'm trying to think of an example that happened in a video of mine or at some point in the shop or like, what about you guys? Anything? No, I mean, all, all I'm thinking of at the moment is uh, no, the Fresh Prince. Cause there was uh, that episode. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The the episode with the, where the dad left, Uncle Phil, and like that goes from being like piss your pants funny um, to all of a sudden just that 
that massive hit and of of seriousness and and i think that's that's the thing it is when you when you kind of make a name for yourself by being a bit daft and a bit silly and having fun and all that then when you do chuck in those those more serious notes it's it really has an impact and i think that's one of the things is if you're if you're serious all of the time then when you really need to get a message across people they aren't going to pay attention it's not going to have the impact whereas if you're a bit more natural a bit more fun silly daft whatever if you just yourself and then when you need to you go actually guys can we just take a minute i really need to talk to you about this that's when it has the big impact like that that's because because the thing is, is it's it's a it's the shock and b it's because nobody is going to sit and watch someone that's being totally serious all the time unless they share exactly the same views as that person or whatever and and they want to to listen to to that serious talk constantly and yeah that that's those people are few and far between whereas everyone enjoys someone that's going to have a laugh like ev- everyone is going to enjoy watching al's tour video like who who isn't going to laugh at guy making a fucking t-shirt handheld t-shirt cannon in his shed like it it's an enjoyable thing to watch and and i was going to keep putting those videos out and if at any point he does have something really genuinely serious to talk about then he's going to be able to do it and people are going to stop and listen and go oh fuck uh yeah i didn't actually think about that um and it, it, it's going to have the the impact it, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be this. This sort of massive, unexpected, like skipping a record either. I think like, it, as, as long as it's something that feels like, um, like you say, Brett, unexpected or like something that's a slightly different melody. Um, like I remember just watching Brett's video. You know, he's known for his leather work. He's known for making beautiful things out of metal. You know, he's a smith, and then he just yeah. makes a video where he makes a wooden sword for his kid, and <laughs> you know, it was like oh, the man. most heart. Thing and it just it felt beautiful, you know. The kid was in it, um, and it just it it was slightly unexpected, yeah. you know. All of a sudden, he's starting to talk in videos. All of a sudden, he's, he's there's there's a slightly different tone in there. You could you could yeah. say that previously Red's videos were quite serious, yeah. but then suddenly there's, he's he's joking around at the start of a video, and his his, yeah. his, his wife is telling him off, and you know it's a to- <laughs> it's a different unexpected side to somebody's story. Yeah, um, and exactly to your point, Brett, about the classroom. You know, if if a teacher was to start start a lesson like that. You'd remember that lesson, and I will remember that video because he was doing something that wasn't usual for his channel. It wasn't usual for what you'd expect, and I think there's a lot of expectation these days. Yeah. Um, people, oh, I assume I know what this next video is going to be. Yeah, yeah, and no, I, I think that's a fucking awesome point. It's a great, um, it's actually a great thing to end on because do you know what? Red is fucking spiffing. <laughs> Cool. Uh, I'm going to go first this week, and I am going to go with someone that I have literally only started following a few hours ago, and that is A H A A H A H Bespoke. Um, He's got 50 subs on YouTube at the moment, Um, and the reason I followed started following him is because in the Makers International chat uh he was we were there just before they were starting and he said that he would he just cut out a um i can't pronounce it but a bat battler the uh the 
sword that Klingons use in Star Trek. Yep. Um, and he was making one of them. And I was like, that alone makes me want to follow you. <laughs> and, uh, and he's only got like four videos out at the moment, I think. And one of them is Han Solo in Carbonite. And the next <laughs> one is a World Mental Health Day message that he had. Um, so it's quite a nice kind of like silly and serious at the same time. Yeah. So no, nice. And Andy's really nice, and I think his, his next video as well was um, he got a skeleton for the shop. Oh, brilliant! So I, I, I don't know if he was kind of uh, Brett inspired, but he basically told this whole story about this skeleton. <laughs> so... Oh, is is that Skip Find the Haunting? Yep. Nice. <laughs> I yeah, I'm, I'm going to be watching a lot of his videos, or awesome. the rest of his videos in the next couple of days. So <laughs> yeah, go check out uh, Andy. He seems really, really sound. So uh, Brett, no, yeah, Brett, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's my turn. So I, you know, um, pre- previously spiffed, but since we talked about the mix of foolishness and silliness, I'm going to have to say Simone. Um, yes. yeah. Because as examples go for what we're talking about with with her, you know, constant silliness and videos and, you know, queen of shitty robots as she is, uh, when the whole cancer thing happened, it got real mm. and it got real fast. Um, and I think she handled it very well and she communicated, you know, I'm a patron of hers and she would send out little updates to the patrons and she would check in and, and let everybody know how she was doing. And everyone was also very, very, um, you know, emotionally connected or at least trying to be uh, available. Not, not that she needed 10,000 people telling her she's going to be all right, but, it was a pretty amazing mix. And then, you know, she's still bouncing back and she'll have recovery for a while, I'm sure. But it was really, really amazing to see somebody be that vulnerable and open about it and yeah. serious. I mean, she, she when she did the announcement video, it was heart-wrenching. So, yeah. like, not to spiff on a horrible situation, but her handling of it and and the way that her dynamic never changed, right? It only made a lot of people respect her even more because yeah. she's a total goofball, but shit got real. Yeah, no, it was a really good choice, man. Uh, Al. Well, I'm going to lower the tone. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think going from somebody like 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 Simone, who's, who's got, that, got that balance bang on, I think somebody who obviously also has the balance right, but it might not be that obvious, is Bobby Duke. Um, yes. The guy... He's crazy talented, you know. His his work alone speaks for itself, um, but I think there's a reason that he has like two million subscribers. Um, <laughs> it's because he's got that balance of silliness just right. Yeah, um, he's a really nice guy. Uh, I've had the pleasure to meet him, um, but the the fact that he can inject kind of fooling around and being a big kid into sort of really nicely crafted work um is just a testament to kind of this whole this whole episode, I, I guess. And yeah. in terms of you can be serious without being preachy or telling yeah. people off. You know, to me, his art is serious. Yeah. But the way he presents it is in a silly way. So it's, it's a really nice balance. Yeah, because one of the things I like about Bobby Duke is the fact that my nephew and godson watches all of his videos. <laughs> and, um, and it's great because every now and then I just get a message off him with a picture of something that Bobby's made saying, can we make this? Can we do this? I'm like, uh, yes, no, maybe. Uh. Um, and it's also meant that uh, he's now convinced his mum to buy tickets to make a central next year just because he wants to meet Bobby Duke. So awesome. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, cool. Have we got any other business? 
no. Brett's shaking his head. And Brett's got faces. 12% battery. He's got no battery <laughs> Cool. Uh, let's wrap this up then. You can find us on all of the social medias. You can find me at Moonshine Metalworks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade 13. And you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. <laughs> Brett trying not to make a fool of himself in front of everyone. Uh, cool. Uh, and if you want to get hold of us as a group, you can get us on www.fwtpodcast.com or we're on Facebook. Dot. Uh, dot. Uh, yeah, we're on Facebook and we've got a group there and it's fun and glorious and everything. Uh, and it's foolish and serious. Yes, exactly. Uh, and if you want some extra behind the scenes foolishness, then there is a few bits on the Patreon uh, which we have, which is awesome, and people give us money, and we love you all. So thank you guys because you do amazing things. Um, yeah, I think that's it. So see you later, everyone. Bye. 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 I'm sorry for making so much noise. <laughs>